Imagine reaching a position in life where almost anything you say is accepted by people you care about as the truth. If John says that, it must be right. Imagine reaching a point where people never check on you. If you make a commitment, people assume you're good for it. Imagine getting to the place where anytime you do find yourself in conflict, the other person speaks to you with empathy, respect, and curiosity about your perspective because that other person automatically assumes that your character and competence are unquestionable. How much better would your life be if those things were always true? These are the marks of you having high credibility, which is another way of saying that other people trust you. High credibility is like a credit card. Notice that both of those phrases, credibility and credit card, use the root word credit, which comes from Latin roots for trust and trustworthiness. When I use my credit card, the other person trusts me, or at least my payment, automatically. In both cases, my life is easier and more efficient because I get a presumption of trust that smooths my whole journey in the world. Now, being in this wonderful place doesn't come for free. It's earned. To have a credit card, I have to establish credit. And all those wonderful assumptions about me that we started this podcast with, those will only apply if my behaviors over time have made it reasonable for other people to make those assumptions about me. I don't surprise people by giving them answers they need to rely on in areas where I don't know what I'm talking about or haven't done my homework. I don't make promises and then get busy with something else and let those promises drift. I don't give other people reasons to doubt my integrity or motives. Now, living those habits takes thought, takes intentionality, it takes effort. I won't get there by always living in the moment. But if I make the investments that bring me credibility, then I get to a place where a lot of good things happen in my life, the good things we open this podcast with. Now flip it. Imagine you can take at face value anything that some other person tells you because that person has high credibility with you. Imagine never having to check on that person after he or she has made a promise. Imagine that whenever you are in a place of conflict, the discussion is easy because you know the other person is not out to get you or to upstage you, and you know they're being completely straight with you. Think of how much better your life is if more and more people that you are closest to at home or at work have that level of credibility with you. There are a ton of benefits from living in a world of high credibility. When I can sense that people trust me, and when I know I can place high levels of trust in other people that I live and work most closely with, I feel warmer. I feel more at ease. My blood pressure drops. I'm also a lot more productive. I don't have to second-guess the behaviors of peers, and they're not second-guessing me. Trust and credibility are foundational in a world of teamwork. In a world without teamwork, in a world that economists would call autarky, meaning every person or group is self-sufficient, the less teamwork matters, and therefore the less trust matters. But most of us discover we can be happier and more productive by not doing everything ourselves by specializing in what we're uniquely good at doing and happiest doing, as long as we're able to trust the other people we're counting on to do everything else. The Latrum business philosophy begins with that. We say, in order to serve our individual interests, 
the shareholders and employees agree to combine our resources to make them more productive than they would be apart. That opening line is tectonic. Everything that follows rests on that key premise that I as an individual get better life outcomes being part of this organization than I would be if I weren't part of it. Every other element of the business philosophy is a roadmap for making that real. The trust exchange is this. You work hard and with high intentionality, and your outcomes under our profit-based bonus pool will be maximized. But that's only true if all our colleagues are doing the same. We lean in and continuously improve in the confidence that everyone else is also. If I doubt that my intensity will be rewarded, I let up. I start thinking more about me and less about outcomes. The team becomes less competitive. Let's step outside of work a moment and look at the larger world. Look how our national political discourse demonstrates the high cost of low trust. Ask yourself, how rare is it when a politician in either major party shows a commitment to truth? To understanding the opposing point of view before demonizing it. If you could wish anything for America right now, it would be for more people working to establish credibility and extend trust to others. And the people in politics and in the media who are intentionally promoting mistrust, I don't think you can overstate how destructive that is. Of course, there are limits to how much you or I can influence the national discourse. But as we get closer to home and closer to our own workplace, we can have very high influence. With the people I touch, I can make it a habit to keep commitments. I can make it a habit to make sure that what I tell other people is highly reliable. And I can also make it a habit to approach conflict with empathy and integrity. I can zoom out and ask myself, where do I sense that I may have a credibility gap with other people? What can I do to fill that? And I can extend trust. I can take the risk of assuming competence and good intentions. And when other people do something that disappoints those assumptions, I can find ways to talk with them about it. Just like earning high credit scores, building a high trust environment takes work and intentionality, but it's worth it because the alternative is not good. <laughs>